If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube? Hey, shut it. We're going live. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the voice of God, the Green Goblin himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks, Patty. I'm absolutely juiced about our topic today. Not going to lie, did not know much about this, but I'm hyped for you to talk about it, and I'm hyped to dive a little bit deeper. Um, and yeah, we got some good action tonight. Feeling good. Yeah, it, it should be a good topic, and it's hilarious that you're so hyped about it, but yet, you know, it was kind of taking over the sports world, and you were just like, eh, I didn't know much about it, so let's talk about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And joining us today off a brief hiatus for reasons unknown, we'll just say, uh, the guy of guy, the expert of experts, the Eagles fan himself, Connor. Connor, welcome in. Actually wearing an Eagles shirt today. Super Bowl champs, that's, 52. That's why I had to bring up the Eagles fandom again, because I saw the Eagles shirt. You're on camera, so naturally I had to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, not. I, I feel a little better about Hurts. I want to go on a rant about him, but looked really good against a terrible Washington team. But either way, I'm more excited about him than I was at like halfway through the season. That's good. And know. as predicted, the Cowboys were going to win that division, like I said, and the Giants were going to come in last place, like I said. Hey, yes. I mean, you're you're a wizard. We've already established this. You you know the things that we don't. You may be a time traveler. We haven't established that yet. We're still working on that. Only uh, one division so far that I did not call the winner, and that would be the Bengals division. And you you had to miss one to throw us off your scent. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, as Diz mentioned before, we do have a topic today, and it's kind of a topic that is kind of ruling the sports world, if you will. Maybe not. Not many people pay attention to tennis. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, but uh, we're talking about no Novak Djokovic. I almost said no Jack. I'm like, that's not his name. Novak Djokovic. Um, so the, the Grand Slam, the Australian Open, one of the four biggest ten tennis tournaments of the year, is coming up on January 17th. Um, and Djokovic was probably the odds-on favorite to win this tournament on the male side. And it says here on this article from CBS, he initially had his visa refused on Wednesday over his COVID-19 vaccination exemption, but has not yet been deported from Australia. And so as of Thursday, uh, you know, he's currently staying in a hotel until the Australian government makes a decision regarding his visa on Monday. So this is still, I guess, technically up in the air. But, uh, Diz, what, what do you know about Djokovic and how this affects just the Australian Open and sports betting in general? Okay, so this, this is why I was confused. For those that don't know the listeners – we literally hopped in the Discord and didn't really have a topic, and Pat brought this up, and I, I didn't know much about it today because my understanding was that he was already in Australia, and I think 
you so he's in Australia right now, Correct. but they're trying to get him deported. Well, they took away his like temporary visa or whatever, which is the only okay. way he's so my, able to my stay. My understanding, my understanding from what you said before is that he can't get into Australia, but he currently is in. They're trying to deport him. Correct. That 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 was my original understanding was that he did not make it in. It turns out he was and in, it, and he is in. But the Australian government's going to make a decision on Monday on if he can stay and play with this COVID nineteen exemption. Is it strictly because he does not have the COVID vaccination? Yes. So everyone else in the Australian Open field is fully vaccinated. I do not know. I assume That's what so. I'm, I would assume so as well. But if you think about every participant, um, even like qualifiers going on like there are thousands of people uh that are trying to play in this tournament i would be really surprised if all of them are fully vaccinated if they are good for them uh, i don't want to get political on this podcast that's just that was my only real question is like is everyone in this tournament fully vaccinated like do you have to be fully vaccinated to play in the australian open well maybe not if you are from australia right because they're trying to revoke Djokovic's visa and deport him essentially so if you're from Australia maybe you don't need a visa and maybe you're able to play without the COVID-19 with the COVID-19 exemption I don't know that much about it I didn't look into it all that much but um, if you look right now on FanDuel he is currently the second lowest odds to win the Australian Open even though his uh, status is in question, right? Second so, highest odds. Like, he's the second favorite. Correct. What's that value at, you know? Plus 145. Jeez. So where's Nadal? I'm assuming Nadal's the favorite? He is not. Nadal is actually the fourth favorite at plus 1,000 odds. Is it Zverev or... So Medvedev is the favorite. No. At way. plus one thirty five. And then Zverev is third at plus two forty. This is okay. I would say maybe throw some cheddar on Djokovic. I understand he might get deported. But if he does play, it's almost a lock that he wins. Um But here here's I'm, a so, thought here's I'm, a thought too, Diz. If if you bet on Djokovic and he gets deported and doesn't play, that bet is ju- that bet is just void. So you get your money back. Are you sure it's voided? Yes, one hundred percent. It's just it's the same case as no. if anybody is out with COVID or just doesn't play or whatever the case is, you get that I'm, money back. I'm hesitant on that because his value would not be plus one forty five if he was playing. One hundred percent, he would be the favorite. Connor, what do you think? You're a tennis expert. It's one of your many hats that you wear. Well, tennis, that's one of the only names that I hear in tennis, honestly. I've seen a few YouTube videos where I'm like, okay, I'll watch this. It just somehow pops up on my feed, and that's like the only guy I ever see on there. So I, I'm shocked to not hear that or to hear that he's not the favorite. And then a couple other points I wanted to add uh, that Diz was making. For all those people to be vaccinated, I don't think it'd be that crazy because they would see it as a requirement for them to do something that they want to do. They don't have a name for themselves. They're like, okay, I guess I have to do it, right. whether they agree with it or not. 
the bigger names are the ones that uh, are the ones that are kind of up in the air. Like, uh, was it Djokovic? That's his name. Djokovic. Djokovic. Yep. Yeah. So if you're a big name, you kind of get to have that say in it. If you've right. already proven yourself and won, it's why it's such a huge profile. And if you're a nobody that didn't get it and you have to get deported, they're not going to make that a national headline either. Very, very good points. And, and it, Great point. You, you use this in the uh, football example. You know, a lot of people are football fans. Aaron Rodgers didn't get vaccinated. Some people thought he misled the reporters or the public or whatever. But it's Aaron Rodgers. He can do that. Afford who you can afford to or be who you can afford to be. I'm sure someone fighting for a roster spot on the Green Bay Packers decided to get vaccinated and not deal with all of this because, you know, they don't want to lose a roster spot because they weren't vaccinated. That transition, I Connor, that is a great point. Uh, that transitions into my next point, though. If you are running the Australian Open, do you just let Djokovic play because he is the star of the sport? I mean, he's one Grand Slam away from breaking the record. Oh, I didn't I mean, know that. For it to be at Australian Open, like, that would be huge. And, two, I, I'd really be curious to see, like, fewer numbers and – uh, I guess I guess the reach of the Australian Open if Novak Djokovic doesn't play. For me myself, I I want to watch an Australian Open with Novak without Novak Djokovic because I want to see who would win without him, and I kind of enjoy watching Grand Slam tennis and I enjoy betting on Grand Slam tennis. But for the majority of people that watch Grand Slam tennis, I know there are some tennis fans that watch tennis tournaments, but I wonder how much more the reach is with him playing so that's that's kind of what i'm thinking as well do you guys have any takes there like would you be surprised if they don't let him play because he just makes the sport that much better to watch so they're probably going to weigh a couple things other than just people watching the sport because australia has a lot of things locked down not to point at all the politics of it all but they have uh these areas where they're like keeping people that aren't vaccinated and uh I would expect there to be a huge issue against the government if they were to all of a sudden be like, okay, we're going to let this person go because right. he's a high status person. Right. So I think that's what they're going to have to weigh. It's not necessarily just tennis. Like it would be just for us. Right. Them. It's <laughs> not, not as much freedom over there. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and, and another thing is, um, maybe this isn't necessarily a bad thing for the Australian Open, right? Because I believe tennis is one of those sports where there's rarely underdogs or upsets, right? A lot of times the chalky favorites are the ones that move on and win these tournaments, right? Correct, but that's huge for that's huge for tennis. Yeah. Tennis needs to draw in tennis needs to draw in uh people um other than the original tennis fans. I think it's it's tennis's biggest strength and golf's biggest weakness for a while is that you know who's going to win in tennis and you don't know who's going to win in golf golf was at its best when tiger woods won half the time so interesting and it's similar in tennis where you know if medvedev wins this grand slam it's almost a so what it wouldn't be a so what for me because i bet on medvedev all the time in grand slam <laughs> in tennis tournaments but uh it's always been seen in those sports where there's one outright winner of a tournament, the more predictable it is, the better it is for the sport because it draws more fans. Um, so I think it I think it's better for the game of tennis if Djokovic plays in this event. 
Now, as a fan and as someone who hates Novak Djokovic, thinks he's a baby, I would love for Zverev to win. <laughs> I would love for uh, Nadal to get another one. Why the hell not? But it just kind of – it's one of those things where I'd be surprised if, if, if he doesn't be able to play because of his name and because of his talent and because of how much more reach this tournament's going to have if he plays. Now, I will say that all this news is bringing a lot of attention to it already. Mm -hmm. And that's probably good for the Australian Open. And if he doesn't play, you know, this gives opportunity to someone else. And maybe that draws fans. But I think it's better uh, for the sport of tennis if Djokovic plays. You know, will I be happy if he doesn't? Absolutely. That's very, very interesting. And I never really thought about your point of having like a, in a singles sport where team doesn't matter, having one dominant uh player or winner really draws in fans. I never really thought about that, but that's a very good point. Yeah, it's 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 tennis's biggest strength and it's golf's biggest weakness. I, I know I just said that, but I've always felt that way. And uh like golf, I mean we have we have some guys now in golf. Golf is golf is fun to watch. But there was a period there like post Tiger before he made his return. Uh golf you didn't really have anyone to root for. I mean, right. you know, Spieth had his moments and, you know, you have guys like Brooks and there, there's always people to root for, but you know, with a sport where there's a single outcome winner, uh, one guy winning a lot is great for the sport. We, we might have to title th this episode that that's, that's a great little tagline. What is it? What, what are you referring to? What specific part? What you said, t tennis's greatest strength, but golf's biggest weakness. Oh, yeah, that's fire! Like that is that is top notch podcasting right there. Or we could just say like Djokovic is a bitch, <laughs> joke a bitch, <laughs> joke a bitch. Oh, God. sorry, sorry. All well, right, I, of the... course, the, of course, I have the creative titles when you already have a name for it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But. No, I'm I'm really interested to see how this plays out. I need to go home and like watch Sports Center. I really don't know the details about this. I thought he wasn't. I thought like so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I need to I need to look deeper about it. Big Mike uh, texted me about this in the middle of the day, and I totally uh, read no replied his ass. So sorry to Big Mike, but uh, I will uh, I will talk to him about it and and learn more details. I will say. Uh, Australian Open, I'm hitting heavy this year, per usual. I kind of had a slow 2021 when it came to Grand Slam betting, but I am 100% going to bounce back. And if this is available, take Novak Djokovic where he is, because if he plays, he will win. And uh, I, we need to maybe be cautious, because I don't know if that's void or not. If it's void, 100%, like, throw your money on that. But I'd be surprised that his value is that good because it could go void so that's maybe that's where we leave it maybe we find out if that's void or not well i just put in the bet so it's done oh jeez! did you put more than one dollar i'm hoping <laughs> no i did not put more than one dollar i'll take my dollar 45 and run away with it hey that was a trick question because for people who didn't listen to our last episode stick to your unit even though i'm probably gonna put like 60 dollars on Djokovic <laughs> if it's void Gosh, you're, you're a crazy man. All right, moving on.
let's review our dumbest dummy picks from Monday. Um, since Connor is now out of the dumbest dummy competition, I am ready to take the reins back as the leader of this competition, even though Diz won last month. Um, but I, I went 5-0 and on Monday. So I am starting off January like I started off December super hot. But now I need to hold on to it, not blow it like I did last month. So hopefully uh, we do that. Uh, and Diz, I believe you went 1-0 and on Monday. I did go one and zero, and I'm I'm very well. I'm okay. I almost said something heinous. I'm not thankful <laughs> that people got COVID. I'm not thankful that people got COVID. But if that Baylor game did not get canceled, I would have lost because Purdue got shook by Wisconsin. So glad that bet was void. I I hope everyone is healthy and and yeah. Nice, nice, all, nice all story. That. I about, I about just bit my own tongue there. You about but, got us uh, canceled off the air. We were gonna let Connor rant for fifteen minutes and try to get us canceled off YouTube, but Diz about did it in one sentence. I about did it myself. Yeah. Uh, no, but Rangers uh, money line versus the Oilers hit. That was a no doubter. Felt like too good to be true, but uh, you, uh, you talked me into it. Or reassured me, I guess. Yep. Um, so that one hit. I believe it was plus one hundred four. So we are starting the month strong. I, I'm, of course, I'm already behind somehow. Um, but, hey, that's how Patty Parlays goes, his high-value picks. Uh, his high-value picks always hit. When I'm hot, I'm hot. When I'm cold, I'm cold. There's, there's no real in-between. <laughs> uh, and, Connor, what, what are we saying about the Oilers right now? About the Oilers? Yep saying fade the oilers they've won what two out of their last what do we say 11 or something yeah not great and then yeah. their, their best player Connor mcdavid is out with covid now uh i faded the oilers last night made some more money off of it so uh until yeah. further notice we're probably in fade oilers season I'm, i wonder if they're gonna get rid of their coach i mean i don't know if he's the issue but usually when teams go on a bad streak they'll just get rid of their coach and see if that's the issue but uh how long has McDavid been out? Well, he, he was just out yesterday because of uh, COVID. So I don't know when he will return. But uh, the Oilers weren't playing well with him. So if you take away the best player in the league on the on that team, you can imagine they're going to suffer a little bit. Gotcha. But anyways, uh, to sum up the competition, I am up 4.47 units already in January. And Diz is up a single unit on his one and plus one hundred uh, bet on Monday night. How many are you up? Four point four seven units. Okay, that's doable. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Coming for that ass. Yeah, huh? yeah, sure, sure. Well, now I'm the only ass you can come after, so it's it's way. Oh jeez. A uh, little inappropriate wordplay. I love it, Patty. Whether you meant. <laughs> Whether you meant for it or not, uh, let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> this is what keeps the people coming back. All right. Competition that bets. That's right. That's right. Uh, competition bets for tonight, Diz. Now, I have a question for you on my first bet, Diz. Yes. Ohio State versus Indiana tonight. It's at oh, Indiana. Bro, Ooh. I got action on this, too. I got action on this, too. What? What? Do you know what the line is of this game? I do. It is in my dumbest dummy picks. Uh, I believe it's three and a half for IU. What? Uh, well, 
you can tell me what side you took, but I cannot believe that IU is favored in this game. I understand that Big Ten basketball on the road is tough. The Big Ten, no matter the team, always plays better at home, and they usually can pull off upsets at home in the Big Ten. But IU lost to Penn State. Granted, it was at Penn State, but I, I just cannot believe that Ohio State being a top 25 ranked team coming to play an Indiana team who's coming off a loss to Penn State, and you're going to tell me that Ohio State is not favored. I, I took Ohio State money line versus IU. I'm curious to what you had on this, Diz. I do like the value of Ohio State money line, and all of your points make sense. But to shock the world, I'm going with my heart. I'm taking IU minus three and a half. I know this is a shock, and before you say some heinous shit right now, let me explain. There's two reasons why I took this game. Okay. okay? Two reasons. Is Mike Woodson wearing a suit? Okay, that that was going to be it. IU is undefeated when he's wearing a suit, and they haven't won a game when he's not wearing a suit. So we are we are writing that he wears a suit. If I see pregame that he's not wearing a suit, I may cash out. I want everyone to be aware of that. <laughs> I, I want everyone to be aware of that. That was the first reason. The second reason, this is the first game back in Assembly Hall when the students are back. Ooh, now, being a student okay. at IU, that first game back mm-hmm. post-Christmas break is huge. And I was there when we stunk all four years. We never made the tournament. We never beat Purdue. But that first game back is always electric. For one year for me, it was Florida State. For another year, it was the first home Big Ten game, which it is this year as well, who absolutely ride the Hoosiers. I, I do approve of the Ohio State money line because it's good value for Ohio State as the underdog. With that being said, Assembly Hall is going to be rocking. Even if IU plays bad, this game is going to be close town, mm-hmm. down down to the wire. So the tiebreaker is if Mike Woodson's wearing a suit or not. If he's not wearing a suit, I may cash out. But I did like the Hoosiers minus three and a half. And my buddy Johnny, uh, shout out Johnny. He is an Ohio State fan. I fucking love him, but I hate him. And uh, he goes back to D.C. tomorrow. So uh, I'm actually going to watch the game with him tonight. Uh, so had to bet on the Hoosiers. All right. For for the record, you know, I I, I talked to Corey Diz uh, yesterday, I think it was, um, before these lines came out, and I told Corey, look, if IU is the underdog, I'm looking to take IU money line or IU plus the points against Ohio State. This morning, I wake up, I look at the line, I see that IU is favored, and the fact that they're favored by more than three points, I – I just can't do it, and I I do agree with you. I think it will be a close game, and I just purely took Ohio State money line just because of the better value as opposed to the plus three and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, I feel it. it's a good bet. It really is, but I'm I'm trusting the Hoosiers. I'm trusting that Assembly Hall is going to be rocking, and uh, it has to be a bounce back win post Penn State. I know that game was ugly. And a shout-out to you, Pat, for calling a halftime live bet on Penn State plus 200. That's just a great call. So I respect you giving that out to me. Did I not give but, that to uh, you, Connor? Oh, damn it. I just I must yeah. have just sent it to Diz instead of the group chat. That's on me. No wonder cool. why he's leaving the pod. No wonder why he's leaving the pod. <laughs> I'm already dead to him. <laughs> but uh, we shot, like, I don't even know the number. It was a heinous line from three. You have to believe that's going to bounce back. Uh, Especially at home. Sorry, Mike. 
my car's beeping at me. Stay frosty. I'm par- I'm trying to parallel park right now, and it's it's kind of a shit show. Uh, but yeah, back at home, the students there. We're gonna shoot better, and uh, the place is gonna be rocking. I'm loving Hoosiers minus three and a half. Awesome. Well, I'll go through the rest of my bets, and we'll let you parallel park without trying to hit the people at a park day. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. I've got four NBA player props because I went five and zero on player props on Monday. I'm sticking to what I got. What sticking I to what I got. Um, the first one, and actually these are all four from the same game. This is that uh, Knicks-Celtics game that is happening tonight. Um, that's also, so they're doing TNT Thursday tonight. Um, so that's a FanDuel promotion. You bet $10. You make sure you opt in first. Obviously you bet a $10, same game parlay, three plus legs, plus 400 odds. And uh, regardless of if it hits, you get your money back. So I do have one of those coming up later, and it is in this game. But uh, I'm going to start off with the four player props that I like. And unfortunately, no, you cannot parlay these together. So that is unfortunate, but it is what it is. The first one, I've got Jalen Brown over 26.5 points plus assists. That's in player combos. And that's at uh, minus 113. He has hit this in nine of his last ten games. He is averaging 40 against the Knicks this season, so quite a bit uh, more than that line. And the Knicks rank 6th in points allowed, 20th in assists allowed, and 19th in shooting guard defense. So I like Jalen Brown tonight. And then the next one I got, Jason Tatum over 7.5 rebounds at plus 102. He has hit this in 8 of his last 10. He's averaging 10 against the Knicks this season, and he's averaging 8.6 all season long, and the Knicks ranked 15th in rebounds allowed. I'm not sure why this line is so small or why it's at plus value, but you have to take it at that. Um, and then my next one, this is the one under I got. R.J. Barrett, under 8.5 rebounds plus assists at minus 111. So he has hit this in two of his last 10 games. And he's averaging 7.8 on the season. So I like R.J. Barrett under 8.5 rebounds plus assists. And then my final one I have for you, Al Horford over 9.5 rebounds plus assists at minus 130. He has hit this in 8 of his last 10. And the Knicks ranked 15th in rebounds allowed, 20th in assists allowed, and 24th in center defense. So there are my Patty player props for tonight in the Dumbest Dummy competition bets. Now... Diz, are you capable of speaking or giving us the rest of your dumbest dummy picks for tonight? Yes, give me uh, two minutes. I just got home. Give me two minutes to get inside and settle. Uh, Connor, whatever you got, go ahead. <laughs> All right, here's what, I, here's what I got. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Red Wings duck game is pushed to Sunday. Yep. Wanted to make that announcement. Appreciate it's it. got the uh, void on there yeah, for yeah. the over and the uh, duck favorite that I had placed for that. So, uh, Yeah, I was also on the ducks too, yeah. Highly upsetting. Bit, big oof. Um, but it did void that. It didn't just say, like, you just have to wait till Sunday to see if this parlay cashes out. It's just like, no, it's void. Right, probably because they're going to be changing lineups and stuff, I would assume. Since right. they're going to be playing tomorrow night, I guess, against the Kings, the... I think Detroit is. Okay. So it's going to be two games, one after another, either way. So they'll probably have the starting goalie tomorrow night, I would imagine, and then pull them for the Ducks game since it's the second game. Okay. Good, good on you. Good breaking news update from our guy Connor here. 
Just wanted to throw that out there. Did I hear the uh, the Eagles are not playing their starters on Sunday? Well, 12 of them are out. I think a majority of those 12 are because of COVID. So I would not think we're starting anybody. Well, and I don't think your playoff position can move at all. Yeah. So it, I, I don't hate betting on the Cowboys this weekend just because I don't think the Eagles are going to play anybody. Well, I don't think the Cowboys are going to either. Because they're they're in the fourth seed. Okay. There is potential to move up, but the Rams... Who did the Rams have? 49ers? Yeah, they have the 49ers. Uh, The only big thing, the only big move you could see in the NFC, I think, is going to be uh, if the 49ers lose and the Saints win, then the 49ers are out and the Saints are in. And then the Eagles move up because of that. Mm, there you go. Okay. Connor's yeah. got a little bit of vested interest there. He's hoping for a little something, something. Yeah. As of right now, it's looking like the Eagles will play the Rams their first round. Okay. I don't hate the Eagles in that matchup. No. Uh, and the AFC is just going to be a crapshoot for this last week. Dude. I, so <laughs> I've got a couple things lined up for football Friday. That yeah. you guys are just going to be there shaking your head, and you're just going to be like, "This, who is this guy? Absolutely ridiculous!" Like, it's week seventeen, or no, week eighteen, which is the new week seventeen, and we all know yeah. just crazy shit happens in the last week of the NFL. Oh man, I, I've got some stuff on deck that are going to blow some minds, and I'm going to be laughed out of the room tomorrow. So I don't see any of the, yeah, like I said, I don't see any of the NFC moving. Packers have the Lions. They hold number one. After that, it doesn't really matter. So I think everyone else is going to just bench their players because the Rams have 49ers, Buccaneers have Panthers, Cowboys have Eagles. And even if the Cowboys lose to the Eagles, they're both going to be in the same spot. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you have it. There you go. A little preview to Football Friday. Yeah. Look at us. Oh, and yeah. my uh, my uh, Chargers future bet was uh, over nine and a half wins. Okay, it wasn't over ten and a half, so they just need to beat the Raiders. Oh, but it's I I will say I worry about that because uh, the Chargers looked good again last week, and so now they're due for a bad week this week. We'll we'll see. And then, but we're always fading the Raiders, right? Well, that is true. And then the Raiders ended up beating the Colts last week, so. Uh, but I will say this too, my Falcons over is hanging in the balance this weekend as well. But who do they have? Oh, they have the Saints. Right, and the Saints are going Saints for a playoff are spot. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So uh, there's some crazy. And actually, though, I will say this too: the Raiders have the possibility to make the playoffs as well. And so both teams that we need to win are fighting against someone who's fighting for a playoff spot. So Yeah, they're uh, on the outside looking in. Yeah, so uh, we we have some, some odds stacked against us already, Connor, but uh, maybe we can both walk away with some uh, extra little cash on that cash. And uh, the, the Jaguars, my under for the Jaguars hit like four weeks ago, but they haven't given me the money for it yet. They're waiting till the official end of the regular season to give me that money. time is the uh oh man that's 
pretty terrible. The Steelers-Ravens game is going to be at 1 o'clock. They need a lot of things to go their way, but they don't even know if they're actually playing for something until after their game is over. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't play people. I mean, it's the last game of the season. Like, Can't hold anything back. You know, you may or may not make the playoffs, but if, if 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 it's up in the air, why wouldn't you just play everyone as if you could make the playoffs? Probably people that want to get paid without having to play at all, I would imagine. Another thing to look look at this weekend is people, players that are looking for incentives, um, r- record breakers. Or, you know, maybe their contract says they get an extra million dollars if they hit 1,000 yards receiving this, that, or the other. So a little bit of an angle, something to keep an eye on for uh, this weekend as well if you're looking at player props. Everyone loves a good incentive. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Diz, you ready to give us your dumbest dummy picks? Absolutely. I'm loving home dogs in the NHL. And I'm 1-0 on home dogs this year. But I'm riding it out, and the hockey experts can tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm loving the Sabres at even money against the Sharks at home, underdogs, feeling good, love the value. Connor, tell me why I'm wrong. You are not. We both have that pick. <laughs> we can't. Let's we go. Both, I, I came to Connor before you got on, and I said, Connor, I'm doing it. I'm going Sabres money line versus the Sharks. And Connor goes, I actually agree with you. Connor never bets on the Sabres. And he's like, I actually agree with you. So the fact that we're all in yeah. agreement, we almost have to pencil that in as a group best bet at this point. Let's go. Let's go. Sweet. Um, then I got I got uh, over parlay in the NHL. Panthers, Stars over six and a half. And Blackhawks, Coyotes over five and a half. I'm a little sussed out. About the last one, but I yeah. love that five and a half number. And then the Panthers score like eight goals a game at this point. So uh, that is plus 259. I'm really confident in the Panthers one. So uh, really just kind of. You're going to watch coined... the Blackhawks Coyotes game, Diz? Well, so that's a great question. Uh, I actually may have a later night than usual. So I may throw it up as I'm going to bed. And if it's, if it's, Hey, who knows? Maybe it'll hit in the second period and I'll still get eight hours of sleep. I wouldn't uh, hold your breath. No, I'm definitely not banking on that. I'm, I'm, let's not pretend that I'd get eight hours of sleep anyways. Uh, my next bet is actually – now, I don't know how we feel about this. We, I may save this for Monday. This line is changing at all. The national championship for football uh... – is on Monday, and I don't know if this line's going to change, but I got it at Alabama plus 125. Alabama as an underdog, I truly don't understand. Um, I don't know. I just I, Alabama's an underdog. I'm going to take it every single time. I don't know if we want to – if the line doesn't change, we'll make that a Monday best bet. But if it does change and it gets worse, then I'll just make it for this week. Well, it should be whatever value you got it at, right? Correct. So we'll keep we'll lock this in right now. Diz at plus one twenty five, but you want this to be on Mondays? Uh, yes, we'll make it Mondays at plus one twenty five. That's fine. Okay. Con- Connor knows all the rules and regulations, so he's 
He's locked in. Um, but I will say this. So a lot of people agree with you, Diz. A lot of people are betting on Alabama money line. Anytime you get Nick Saban in Alabama on the money line at plus value, I mean, it's almost a no-brainer. But I actually think I'm going to go the opposite way, and I'm probably going to take Georgia and the points. Um, wow. Not not because of what you're doing. Number one, fade the public, especially in a major game like this where a lot of people will be betting on it. Maybe not a lot of people watch college football or following along. They just know what everyone's saying. Alabama's been good in years past. But Miles has always has been staying this for a while. As an SEC guy who's watched a lot of Georgia football, he said this Georgia team is built different. Um, you know, there's there's no reason that this Georgia team shouldn't win this game and win the national championship and cover. Um, so I'm kind of riding with my boy Miles here a little bit. I would be shocked if Miles doesn't take Georgia and the points in this. And so I'm kind of uh, following with my boy Miles there. And, yeah, I know what you're saying. Alabama just beat them, and they just beat them pretty handily. But uh, I, I, I think I tend to lean towards Georgia. Got you. I played that one really safe. I went Alabama plus three. I think I personally think Alabama's going to win this game. And uh, plus three, just that added bonus. If I get some points along the way, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I, I can't blame you. And, and actually, there's a lot of stats or trends out there that says, like, over the past uh, something crazy, like five, ten years or something, anytime Alabama has been a money line underdog, they've won by, like, more than ten points every single time or something crazy. So, uh, generally speaking, everything says I should take Bama and the money line or the points in general. But, uh, you know, I'm a big fade the public guy, and I uh, – I tend to ride with my boy Miles because he's usually kind of fade the public, but he's also a uh, SEC guy. So um, I'm sure he I'll, – I'll have to get his input on it. Maybe we'll even have him on on Monday's episode. Um, but uh, glad to see that I'm in the minority on this uh, on this pick. All right. Uh, is that your last Dumbest Dummy pick, Diz? Yeah, that's it. And I already talked about the uh... – IU minus three and a half. We talked about that already, but yep, that those that's it for me. Dope. All right, group best bets. Uh, we went two and one on Monday, so we're starting off the month up point nine six units. So you love to see that. Yeah. All right, Diz. Let's, Go. let's look at. Uh, oh, here's a crazy idea, Diz, and I don't know if we can even do this. No, we can't. There's, there's not enough time. I was gonna say, what if we made a group best bet that Novak Djokovic was gonna win the Australian Open, but that I don't think that concludes until like January 30th. So, um, we will hold off. Seems on that. okay. Well, I mean, as long as it finishes in Jan, which I don't know if it will finish in January. Right. Who knows if there'll be like. COVID issues, so they delay games, postpone them, whatever. We just won't. Right. We just won't mess with that. Um, I think we have to go Sabers money line as a group best bet. Yeah, absolutely. We're all there. Um, and then how do we feel about the Florida Panthers money line at the Dallas Stars? Uh, emotional hedge and home dog. I would lean Stars to be honest with you. Okay, but I know the Panthers can score, man. So, you want the over six and a half? 
Well, I feel like that's a lock. Okay, I but... I can go with that. Connor, you good with that? Yeah. Okay. So Panthers, Stars over six and a half. Um, I don't feel great about anything in the NBA. Do you, Connor? Let's see who we have. Well, I felt good about the Warriors until you said you took the Pelicans. Until Steph's out, Draymond Green's out, Clay Thompson still hasn't came back yet. So it's no concerns. It's the Warriors B squad versus the the Pelicans A squad, which is about as good as a normal team C squad. But uh... I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> so you don't feel good about the Grizzlies covering? I So... I, I did choose the Grizzlies to cover. I, I will I will say that. But uh twelve and a half's a lot of points. Um So we're gonna take thirty one plus. Yeah. So I thought <laughs> I thought we were gonna get a team to do it yesterday. I didn't bet on it, so I thought it was gonna hit, but I believe uh Charlotte won by twenty nine points and I was a little disappointed. I was like another bucket and you could have got to thirty one and I would have been happy even though I didn't bet on it. Um, but yeah, I, I can go Grizzlies minus 12 and a half versus the Pistons. Pistons are absolutely terrible. Diz, you good with that? Yeah, sure. All right. So there you go. Sabres money line, Panther stars, or it's not Panther stars as yet. It's Panther stars over six and a half and then Grizzlies minus 12 and a half. All right. So now it is that time folks the hail mary parlay of the day section i kind of have two one's not really a hail mary but i have a i have a tnt thursday same game parlay for the next celtics game and then i have the multi-sport hail mary parlay of the day which one should we go to first to the tnt okay yeah i'm cool with that so again tnt thursday it is on FanDuel. You go in, you opt in, and then you put a $10 uh, bet down on a same-game parlay for either the Celtics-Knicks or the – I don't remember what the late game is. Let me look at that real quick. I don't want to give false information. We've never been about that. So it's Celtics-Knicks or Clippers-Suns. So you can place a same-game parlay of three-plus legs at plus 400 value or more – and you'll get your $10 back if it loses. Or it says regardless of if your bet wins or loses. So it's it's a risk-free bet. You get your $10 back. Um, and so mine is, well, do you guys want to guess what the value is? It's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven legs. $10. So whatever you think it would be, multiply it by 10. Did you look at the notes, Connor? Yeah, and I got a better value than you. That's okay. That's okay. Are all the numbers Are the this... same? And you just got the same? Uh, well, let's let Diz guess first. Okay. So it's the TNT. You said seven legs, $10 bet. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah. I suck at these. I know. I could... It's a complete crapshoot. There's, I mean, there's no real way to. $10 makes me want to say, like, a lot, but it's so it's seven player props. Yeah, and they usually range from plus one hundred to like minus one thirty. I will say uh mm, shit. Nine hundred. I don't want to overthink it. Nine hundred. 
Very close. Very well done. So it is ten dollars to win eight hundred and eighty-four dollars and eighty-six. Oh gee! Way up. Way up. Thinking like. <laughs> I was thinking like fucking like thousands of dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, let's lowball him." Yeah, and, and uh, Connor was yours close to nine hundred. Mine was nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and eighty cents. I got hosed, are, and all of the numbers are the exact same. <laughs> let's see, twenty-three and a half, twenty-three and a half. Uh, Tatum over seven and a half. Brown over five and a half. I'm reading all this off. Wait, yeah, all all the overs are the same. You've got to be kidding me! Somehow, some way, Connor took this bet and got like a hundred more extra dollars on top of it. <laughs> yeah, it's BS. So apparently, if you take it now, you might get a thousand bucks off of it. So you're welcome. But anyways, um, oh, and a fun fact: all of these stats that I'm going to put into this parlay have a seventy percent or higher hit rate over the last ten games. So, um, we got uh, Jason Tatum over 23.5 points, Jalen Brown over 23.5 points, Jason Tatum over 7.5 rebounds, Jalen Brown over 5.5 rebounds, uh, Robert Williams, I believe is his name, over 8.5 rebounds, um, Al Horford over 6.5 rebounds, and Al Horford over 3.5 assists. You are correct. It is Robert Williams. Okay. I'm pretty sure they have another Williams on their team. He might not even be playing tonight, but I'm like, I always can't remember what his first name is. It happens. Williams is a common last name. True story. Now, also, this multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day, Mm -hmm. the value of this has changed because, uh, like we said, like Connor broke the news earlier, the Ducks Red Wings game has been postponed and moved. Um, so actually, the, I have new updated odds. But uh, Connor, what do you think the old? Well, Connor knows what the old odds is. What do you think the old odds were when I had a fifteen leg parlay, uh, four NBA spreads, and then the rest were NHL? Uh, seventeen hundred. It was one dollar to win eight thousand five hundred and fifty three dollars and eighty seven cents. Jesus. Now, because of that postponement, these odds have changed to you can win five thousand seventy six dollars and sixty nine cents. It's almost half. <laughs> but still I'll take it. Still pretty good yeah. money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll start off in the NBA. I got Celtics money line versus the Knicks. I got Pelicans plus two and a half versus the Warriors, Grizzlies minus twelve and a half versus Pistons, and Suns minus ten and a half versus the Clippers. And then in the NHL, I got the Penguins minus one and a half versus the Flyers, Sabres money line versus Sharks, Bruins money line versus the Wild, Flames Lightning over six, uh, Devils money line versus the Blue Jackets, Panthers money line versus the Stars, Avalanche to win in regulation versus the Jets. Blackhawks money line versus the Coyotes. Ducks, well, nope, that game's canceled. Uh, Rangers money line versus the Golden Knights. And the Predators money line versus the Kings. We are still in full fade the Kings season. Hopefully some of these hit. You know, I could really uh, use a nice little hit. I had a really good night a couple nights ago. All of the NBA hit. I think it was like six or seven games. Yeah. A dollar to win, only $25, though. 
It was terrible. It happens. Yeah, and then uh, hockey, I missed one leg that same night, so I almost had a perfect night. Yeah, yeah, that that night was a good night. I think uh, for me, I went ten and three that night as well. So close night, but just couldn't uh, couldn't secure the parlays. But I still, because we bet straights, we still made a very sizable chunk of change on the night. Sorry, I'm putting in the best bets right now. All right, gentlemen. Anything you boys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a night and send these people off into a football Friday? We got to talk about Lance for a bit, yeah? Yes, bro. Lance. Oh, I love Lance. Lance Stevenson, for those that don't know, he is a national treasure. But more specifically, he is an Indiana Pacers treasure. He has returned on a 10-day hardship contract, and last night was his first home game, and he balled out. I believe a couple things. Go ahead. A couple things for me. One, he put up 20 points in the quarter. I believe he finished with 30, and the Pacers still lost. That's the first takeaway. Yep. Is that it really sucks ass to be a Pacers fan. Correct. Two, two. Pacers and the new Gainbridge Fieldhouse is dead last in NBA attendance. Really? Do you not just sign Lance for the rest of the year to boost the attendance numbers and grow the business a little bit? I, I, don't. I mean, why would you go to a Pacers game if Lance wasn't on the team? Like if I said like, yo, Pat, like let's go to a Pacers game on a weeknight. I got two tickets. Like, let's go. What would you, what would your, you would have initial hesitation. But if I said, yo, let's go watch Lance Stevenson on a Wednesday, you're like, you bet your sweet ass I'm going. That's fair. With Without Lance, I'm probably not paying to go see the Pacers. Sign the guy for the rest of the year. He's literally on the team for like four more days. Correct. So I don't know. Like, I imagine they're going to extend him. So now I did – I was talking with uh, Tyler. Shout out, Tyler. Uh, he was actually at the game last night. Kyrie came back, so that was big news. His first game uh, this season – he balled out a little bit, but uh, Lance scoring 20 straight of the Pacers' points in the first quarter was electric. Um, but the Pacers waived Keelan Martin uh, today. So maybe the thought is we got rid of that roster spot to let Lance stay on. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if the Pacers' front office did a complete 180, though. Also c- completely fair. What let's let's rebuild around Lance. Let's trade everyone away and just let Lance I don't know about control that. the team. I don't know about that. I do. And I can't I just I just want a I just want a team that's fun to watch at this point. And I'll tell you, dude, Lance, every time he makes a basket, he's like celebrating, he's getting the crowd into it. I mean, the dude is electric. He's got the air guitar going. He's literally electric because he's got the electric air guitar going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I can't wait until the moment when he finally gets enough playing time, enough notice that I can start betting on his props because he's either going to hit his over or he's going to hit like his max under. There's no in between with Lance. He's either scoring 30 points or he's scoring two. There's no in between. 100%. So I will be keeping my eye on that, and I may even include some of his prop bets if he stays and if he plays and if he – you know, even gets stats and prop bets, I will be on the lookout and I will be on the ready. 
I wonder what his over-under was for points yesterday. It was probably like five. It wasn't posted. There, no one had his his props. Are you serious? That's what I'm saying. They don't put props for every single player. Oh. And I don't think Lance started last night. No, he did not. And so they don't have the time to go through every NBA player and give points. Like if, if a guy plays five minutes a game, they're not going to put – his props out there to bet on because who knows what could happen. He may not even get in that game. So they usually focus on starters or high-use uh, bench players. And so I'm hoping Lance maybe uh, cracks that starting lineup for the Pacers or whatever, and then uh, maybe we'll see some props we can bet on for him. Hell yeah. Anything else, gentlemen, before we call it a day? Hey, yeah, let's uh, talk about John Madden while I was gone. I, I, we did not. We did not at all. Wow, not look. even that's, an acknowledgement. That's a bad look. I didn't even the think football about guy has to come in here and bring back football. <laughs> hey, man. John Madden. What a guy. What a legend. What a guy. And, and Hero to many. Was... Terrific fella. And I'm so happy. I was so stoked to see that they had like a whole like montage of him at all the half times and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was so great to see like all of these hilarious clips. And he just was such a high energy guy. Truly loved football and changed it for a lot of people. Uh, very sad. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it sucks. And actually, that's another reason, Connor, why uh, you got to keep an eye out for the Raiders on Sunday because. John Madden's family is actually lighting the torch at the Raiders game. So the tears will be flowing. The Raiders will be playing for their guy, John Madden. It don't don't Raiders just went Raiders. through the ringer with their emotions this season. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just saying, watch out for the Raiders on Sunday. But, I will say uh Connor's last pod tomorrow. Um just to let everyone know, we're firing Connor. That's why he's no longer on the pod, because he's better at gambling than all of us. There's uh, been contract disagreements. That's why I haven't been here. They actually <laughs> knew why I wasn't here. The title is Sports Betting by Dummies, and he won too much, so we kicked him off. <laughs> right. But with and that being said, we will have a tribute episode with Football Friday tomorrow. For the record, he is getting signed by ESPN to go on their daily gambling show, The, the Daily Wager. So it's not that he got fired it said he was too big for us and we couldn't pay his contract needs and so he's going to the worldwide leader of sports espn and being on there every single day nah espn would not take me (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious but yeah tomorrow's tomorrow's episode will be a wild one we have so much planned for connor's last episode and i will definitely get emotional so it's going to be just you're talking about the Raiders having a whirlwind of emotions on this season. I'm going to have a whirlwind of emotions on tomorrow's episode. So on that note, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And, of course, subscribe to our YouTube. If you search Sports Betting by Dummies in the YouTube search, filter by channel, look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But we appreciate you all. Hope you guys have a profitable night. And we will see you tomorrow for a Football Friday.